All the dialogue is either whispered or screamed. Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Oh, my eyes! Everything in the movie is on fire. Am I getting through to you, Alpha? I said, put the bunny back in the box. Calm down, Nick. Let's do our self-esteem exercises where we pay each other compliments. We're gonna have a three-way with the Declaration of Independence. Welcome, misfits, miscreants, spooks, specters, astral beings from Dimension X, alien envoys from galaxies near and far, boogers from around the world, and faith and tribute to a guy who's in one of the movies we're about to talk about. All of you easy riders out there, we just got the news that Peter Fonda passed away. We record a little ahead of the release date, and uh, Peter just just heard the news Peter Fonda passed away, and he is in Ghost Rider that we're going to be talking about tonight, and he was uh, the symbol of a generation. He was uh, son of Henry Fonda. He's the father of Bridget Fonda. He's the brother of Jane Fonda. He has been around a long time. He gave a lot of great performances in good and not so good movies. Some great, some not so great, but uh, he he will definitely be missed. And he was great in Ghost Rider. So I'm glad that we get to talk about him a little. And that's the way sometimes that things work out. So I am Dan. And with me, as always, is my very... Skull on fire co-host Faith. It's burning. It's burning. It's there burning. it is. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Faith, it is another Monday. You know why we're here. Tell them why we're here. I know why we're here, because it's Cage Match Monday. We are celebrating the filmography of Nicolas Cage. We are doing 16 Nicolas Cage films in an attempt, Faith, <laughs> to figure out which one is the cagiest. Are we crazy? <laughs> Crazy like Cage. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy as Cage. Faith, what are the movies that are in the dojo this evening? We have a Ghost Rider versus Mandy. And talk about a <laughs> matchup here. For right, real. Right. Let's just go ahead and get into it. Ghost Rider was released February 16th, 2007. It was written and directed by Mark Steven Johnson, starring Nicolas Cage, of course, as Johnny Blaze, Eva Mendez as Roxanne Simpson, Wes Bentley as Blackheart, Donald Logue as Mac, the late, great Peter Fonda as Mephistopheles, and the very awesome Sam Elliott as the caretaker. This movie was made for $110 million. It brought in $115 million upon its release. That is $151 million adjusted for inflation. This was on the cusp of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This came out the year before. Iron Man, Ghost Rider, is based on the Marvel Comics character created by Roy Thomas, Gary Friedrich, Friedrich, and one of my favorite names in comic books. Are you ready for this one, Faith? Yes. Mike Plug. 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 I like it. <laughs> I do, too. Ghost Rider made his appearance in Marvel Spotlight Number no. 5 in August 1972 and began appearing in his own self-titled book in 1973. A very quick synopsis. You ready for this? Yes. To save his father's life, young motorcycle stunt driver Johnny Blaze makes a Faustian bargain with the demon Mephistopheles and sells his soul. Blaze then becomes the devil's bounty hunter, the spirit of vengeance known as the Ghost Rider, and must stop hell on earth from happening. Nicolas Cage has to stop the apocalypse. Yep. <laughs> this has all the makings 
of a perfect score movie, doesn't oh, it? I know. Unfortunately, it does not turn out that way, does it? Nope. Uh, a little bit of trivia. At one time, Johnny Depp was interested and attached to the project, but Ghost Rider superfan Nicolas Cage got the role. Fun fact, Cage had to have his Ghost Rider tattoo covered in order to play Ghost Rider. Wow. <laughs> so let me just say this before we start. The hair is fake, but the abs are real. All Faith, right. what did you think of Ghost Rider? This movie was good for the first like 30 minutes. And then I think I actually started to fall asleep. <laughs> and I hate to be rude like that. But it just lost me. I am in complete agreement with you. The first 30 minutes of this movie really are kind of almost fantastic. Yeah. And then it just goes downhill. Just... And let me tell a funny story. I went and saw this when it came out. I saw it uh, the Sunday opening weekend. And I don't know what had happened. I'm not ashamed to share this. I had a very upset stomach. I had to go relieve myself about halfway through the movie. I was gone for 10 minutes or so. Got something to drink. Got something to eat. Took my time strolling back in the theater. I was gone maybe 15 minutes. Didn't feel like I'd missed anything. <laughs> I feel I Still you. feel like I didn't miss I anything. You. And I had real high hopes going back on the rewatch on this, but it just, yeah. So I scored this, and if you have not been following, we are scoring these movies overall film, hair, face, voice, and then what we are calling the cage factor, the undefinable thing that Nicolas Cage brings <laughs> to things right? <laughs> as it is. So uh, we are scoring uh, one to four Nicks. Um, not stars here. We we only deal with Nicks. He's the only star we need. Yep. Uh, I gave it 1.5 Nicks. I did too. 1.5. Uh, my note here is goofy, bloated, and too cartoonish. <laughs> Essentially waste Nicolas Cage, who is the right guy to play Johnny Blaze. Cage can do tormented and has the ability to create sympathy with the audience. Let's see if I have anything else here on the second page. Else? I do. I have Ooh. quite a bit more. Would you like to hear it? <laughs> yes. All right. This needed more of the drive angry mojo and less of the Spider-Man mojo. The colors are bright like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films, which seems to be what they're going after. And it was made by the same company. So mm -hmm. uh, the goofy elements undercut the horror elements. This subject matter would have worked better with the blade treatment. Again, you have the right guy for the role, but the movie around him isn't the right movie. If you have to go the horror action route, a movie like The Mummy from 1999 does this a whole lot better. Uh, it should be exciting when Ghost Rider is on screen. It just made me want to see Cage. <laughs> action sequences, especially the police chase, just feel like they're in the movie to show off the special effects and end up taking screen time away from the story and precious time you could use to build our favorite word here on the Late Night Fright, tension. <laughs> uh, supporting cast is so-so less Wes. Is my note. Less Wes Bentley. Even Mendez is okay. She's She doesn't really rock my world one way or the other. Uh, more, in all caps, more Peter Fonda, Sam Elliott, and Donald Logue was my note. I'm there. only laughing because you sure do have a lot to say about a movie you didn't like. <laughs> Isn't it funny that we oftentimes have so much to say about movies that we don't like? Yeah. And if you notice, I didn't say anything there like how you fix this movie. No, this was just like this. This is kind of crap. <laughs> like, I mean, I agree with those things 100 percent. It's just I mean, a shame that you waste Nicholas Cage. He was Cage so good when he came up. Right. I mean, he had some funny moments. He, he right. was good. And then it was just like, I don't know. 
all these other elements came in and they were unnecessary yes. and fake feeling and if that yes fake feeling this just, movie it felt fake it, it, just it feels not. like it wants to please a lot of people it should be a straight horror movie and you got mm-hmm. the right guy in this movie you to do. do this and he's passionate about this ghost yep. rider is one of his favorite comic book characters of all time he has a ghost rider tattoo i mean <laughs> um it's yeah and you scored at 1.5 as well you said i did yeah, yeah. the less said about this movie i think you know the better, you know. It's a shame that we're talking about this one with Peter Fonda, you know, because I, I he know. he's he was incredible. Isn't he fantastic? He's one of the best parts. This. He even said it needed more of it, and I agree of him. And, and what a nice nod, him being the Easy Rider playing, you know, in the Ghost Rider. I think it's great. Sam Elliott, of course, is great. You yeah. know, uh, Donald Logue, one of my favorite character actors, is wonderful. Just uh, there's a lot in this movie that just doesn't work for me. I know. Nick Cage works though. So now we have a disagreement on this next category. The next category is hair. How did you score this? I gave it a three. I gave it half of that at one five. My note here is it took three hours to apply, (laughs) but it looks like a hair piece and there's nothing special about it. I would have liked to have seen more personality from the hair. something like Elvis because he was kind of channeling Elvis Presley a a lot in this movie and this may have been around the time he was married to Lisa Marie Presley so that may have been you know sneaking in Lisa Marie baby I'm gonna go and I'm gonna do your daddy in this movie watch this now watch out watch out and uh now why did you go three on the hair it just it looked decent on him I like the color of it I don't know It didn't look bad. It was a different look for him. It was the yeah. Elvis color. <laughs> yeah. It just wasn't as wild and untamed as some of the Yeah, but looks I don't know. Were... It didn't look terrible to me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, yeah. This Each is their own, right? This is why this is fun. Yes. Uh, how did you score his voice? Two and a half. We have another disagreement on this, too. I went four. Really? His, he's firing on all cylinders here. He has a slightly southern Texas drawl. <laughs> And every now and then Elvis creeps in and out. And the line when Sam Elliott asked him, how are you doing? He says, I feel like my skull is on fire, but I'm all right. I'm all right. Like that little stuff. I was like, no, he's he's I'm giving it. I think I, I, I gave it, but... it a four because I was so hard on, you know, everything else with the movie. You know, I get it. I, you know, yeah, I guess he just didn't stand out to me. I don't know. Yeah. But I get, I, eh. How did you score face? A one. Really? Yeah. I, I gave him a 3-5, and let me tell you why I gave him the 3 Man, three. this is probably our like most yeah. opposite Can source. I tell you why I gave him the 3-5? Yeah, please do. He shifts be- between doe-eyed puppy dog and shit-eating grin. There's enough crazy-eyed cage in it to merit the 3-5, because that's to me, is what that category is about, crazy-eyed cage. I feel like there's enough in there, but the doe-eyed puppy dog, and then, you know, the kind of, yeah. I guess. I, Okay. But, you know, I'm still going to stay with my one because it just right. wasn't, it yeah. wasn't my favorite facial yeah. expressions. Uh, cage factor, where do you have this on cage factor? Two and a half. We're together, finally. <laughs> I have two and a half. Um, there are some nice character things the love of jelly beans and Karen yes, Carpenter, the, the Elvis glasses and Elvis body language. Yep. And let me flip my sheet. Okay. You can tell he's trying his best here, mm-hmm. but it also feels like he's never really allowed to let loose. Very that's, true. That's what I feel. What were some of the little character things you like? Because I know I mentioned the you jelly You literally beans. just named I, them I got and them. him wanting to listen to the Carpenters. And <laughs> I think I was texting you about the Carpenters, but right. the jelly bean thing cracked me up. Right. Shouldn't Love this it. movie be like, this it should, should be a be slam incredible. dunk. Yeah, this movie home should run. be amazing, but oh, I don't know. 
Maybe it's the story. Maybe they just. Didn't I think go it's the direction with, because yeah, this guy just, did Daredevil, and it was the same thing with Daredevil. It just wasn't kicking. Mm-hmm. You know, it needed to be a straight horror movie. I think. Yeah. Um, so my total score was thirteen. My average was two point six nicks. What did you my come out to? My average was two point one. It's amazing how off we were on some of these, but we came we Very came close. together right there, right there at the end. So shifting gears, we have a movie that could not be any more different from <laughs> Ghost Rider. Faith, what is next up in the cage? Uh, it's 2018's Mandy. Why don't you tell them the story about last Halloween? We went to the Manship Theater in Baton Rouge to see the 1978 Halloween. Mm-hmm. And Faith, how much fun did we have? So much fun. We had so, so much fun watching the movie mm-hmm. and people watching. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun. But who showed up the next night at the Manship Theater the night after we were there? Nicholas Cage. Mm-hmm. Promoting this movie, mm-hmm. Mandy. That came out September 14th, 2018. It was directed by Panos Cosmatos. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited I got through that. <laughs> it was written by, oh, there it is again. Oh. Panos Cosmatos. Good job. And Aaron Stewart on from a story by Panos Cosmatos. <laughs> Stars Nicolas Cage as Red, Andrea Riseborough as Mandy, Linus Roach as Jeremiah Sand, and Bill Duke as Carruthers and Faith. Bill Duke is a star of one of our favorite movies that we've mm-hmm. done here on the Late Night Friday. What film is that? Predator. He played Mac anytime. Yes. Uh, the budget for this movie was $6 million. It came wow. out, uh, box office on it was $1.4 million. Uh, trivia, the director, Panos Cosmatos. Faith, would you like to try saying that? Panos Cosmatos. Is the son of George P. Cosmatos, the director of Rambo First Blood Part Two. Cobra and Tombstone, and let's see, getting into this, gods, goddesses, mythology, bikers from hell, LSD, cults, chainsaw fights, and cage rage, this one has it all. Aww. A brief synopsis, <laughs> would you like to give them a brief synopsis of what this should. is about? <laughs> Nicholas Cage's wife is sacrificed by a Satan-leaning Christian cult, she's burned at the stake like a witch, and then he goes on a revenge-fueled rampage. There you go. That barely scratches the surface of what this movie is. Faith, what did you think of of Mandy? This really, we should do a whole show on this at some point down the road. But what did you think of this movie? It was interesting. I think I'm still processing it, to be honest with you. And I texted you after I watched the movie, Mm -hmm. because this was a first watch for both of us. I texted you after I watched the movie, and I said, I think I hated this. (laughs) I didn't say I hate it. I said, I think I hated this. And... I went to bed and I woke up the next day and I was in the gym and I was doing, I'm I'm not lying about this. I was doing squats and I was on like my third set and I went, I'm still thinking about this movie. And I started thinking about it and I started watching pieces of it again and then started kind of looking more into it. And I went, I don't know if I like it, but I respect the hell out of this. Um, It's really uniquely made, isn't it? Very different. Very unique. It feels like an LSD trip. And and see, uh, I think you watched it before I did. And so I kind of asked you to explain it to me a little bit you know because even going into it you're still like what is this about so you explained it to me a little more and i think i got it when i right. really started it's to watch it masculine and feminine it. union there's yeah. some esoteric mythological it's stuff very, here he's like the god of war mars right. it's there are a lot of youtube things on there you can look up this movie that's what i would recommend i have this in my notes uh how did you score the movie um i gave it a three i gave it three five I gave it three five. My note here is um, 
First off, the film looks absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. The reds and the blues are striking, and I feel like the stylistic elements don't overpower the story. I've never quite seen a movie like this. I wrote that down. I haven't um, <laughs> It feels like a cross between David Lynch and Sam Raimi. Uh, it has a lot of mythology and heavy metal beating under its surface. Yeah. And uh, there's a guy I really respect, Jay Dyer. He has a wonderful review of this. He gets into some of the esoteric symbolism. Uh, I've leaned on him for some things that we've done here. He's just a great critic and gets in the, you know, some of that coded stuff Right. Uh, on YouTube. We do show notes on these episodes. I'm going to link that in our show notes. And uh, there's a lot of great analysis pieces on it out there. The movie has a lot to say and it's a lot to take in. My advice to anyone who has not seen this movie is to let it happen to you. I didn't like it the first time <laughs> I watched it. I started to get it the second time. I do think this is a wonderful work of art and a pretty big cinematic achievement. Time will tell if if I'm off on that, but I don't feel like this movie's head is up its ass. I don't feel like no. it's it's being what it is just to be that way. Well, I think you kind of said it best. It's art. I mean, it it. I don't think you view it as. I don't think you really have to go in really thinking it's too the, hard about it. It's the Badlands thing. Yeah. We talked about Badlands. Um, that episode is available mm -hmm. wherever podcasts are found. A little shameless plug, as we like to Absolutely. do here. But this is a movie that needs to happen to you, and I think you do need to see it more than once. Like I said, when I started thinking about it, I went, ah, I started watching parts, getting ideas, and started going into the internet and looking, and some of what I was thinking was verified, and then some kind of went down different roads. And it's all very interesting, but someone said that it's basically Nicolas Cage navigating his way through a heavy metal album cover. And that is very true yeah. of this. Um, how did you score the hair? Um, I gave him a two. I gave it a two. Any particular reason you gave it a two? No. Just... My note here is solid hair outing. Nothing too out of the box. Right, the hair looks natural. And he got a point for the beard. All right. Uh, how did you score voice? Two. I gave it a four. The animal sounds he makes in the bathroom when displaying grief merit this an almost automatic four. But the you ripped my shirt line has vintage cage written all over it. You remember that line, don't you? Oh, I remember. He is fighting the demon bikers from hell. And he says literally to all of you out there listening, you ripped my shirt. <laughs> Way better than I ever could. Uh, face. How'd you, how'd you go on face? Two and a half. I went four on face. Again, uh, there are some vintage cage moves here. It's almost like he's channeling his younger self and Bruce Campbell from the Evil Dead movies. The last shot of him is completely worth it. Yeah. And cage factor, I went four. Four. Uh, I don't know of any actor who would be as convincing in this strange, fantastical, heavy metal world than other than Nicolas Cage. Yeah. That's my note there. Did you like this movie? That's I that's did. my I big didn't, question. I didn't hate it. I think it needed. Um, you even texted me. It needed to be cut down some. It was a, it was a bit long and As slow. much as I like it, I feel like it could have been cut. It would just kind of... And fun fact, Linus Roach, who plays the cult leader, mm -hmm. uh, he um, was Bruce Wayne's dad in the Batman uh, Christian Bale movies. Okay. He's actually the leader of a cult in real life. Really? I learned that, yeah. Huh. Yeah, and he showed his ding-ding in the movie. So <laughs> there you go. It may have been real. I don't know. You know, they CG a lot of this stuff yeah. now, so I don't know. So my total on Mandy was 17.5. My final score comes out to three and a half nicks. What do you have? 2.7. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So let's go ahead and average them. So Ghost Rider, the average score of Ghost Rider was? 2.3. Very fitting. And the average score of Mandy? 3.1. 
So Mandy, Mandy advances, <laughs> and it will face the winner of Conair and Peggy Sue Got Married. <laughs> Those wow. are going to be exciting. Wow. This is what we do here on the late night. No, and I haven't seen either one of those movies, just some clips. Oh, so I'm very excited. You're in for a, you're in for a treat, my friend. So all of our best uh, thoughts and best wishes to Peter Fonda and his family. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, our friend. Faith, you have anything to add about either of these movies or Nicolas Cage in general? I think that's it. I think we're gonna. I'm good. I'm everything. good. We'll be sure to tune in for TV Tuesday, and of course, our big show on Wednesday where we talk about the horror movies. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we want you to keep, keep your, your cage, cage on, on a leash. leash. See you on the other side. Oh, my God.